Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Lifestart Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition, distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Eastman Animal Nutrition. Visit EASTMAN.com. Heat stress can start at temps as low as 75 degrees. Combat heat stress with Chemtrace Chromium. Visit Chemin.com forward slash swine heat stress today. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Hubbard Feeds, research-driven and focused on helping you achieve your goals. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of piglet care. Fibro Animal Health Corporation. Healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. DSM can help you prepare, protect, and support resilience in your piglets, providing local swine expertise and complete, tailor-made solutions to help you achieve your vision. DSM Animal Nutrition and Health is shaping the future of pig care. My name is Clayton Chastain, your host for today's episode. Today we have with us Rafe Royal, a graduate student at Kansas State University. How are you doing today? Oh, doing good. Thanks for having me on, Clayton. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. So, Rafe, would you mind sharing with us these lysine studies you conducted? Yeah, definitely. So, um, we ran a series of five trials here at Kansas State in order to determine the SID lysine um, requirements to maximize growth performance and economic return for the DNA 600 by 241 lines. Um, you know, in recent years, we've seen a massive upkick in the number of duroxired pigs in the marketplace. Um, currently, DNA thinks between their boars and their semen sales, um, they roughly account for 40% of the market shares in the industry right now. So um, we had five weight ranges, with the first one being from 18 to 40 kilograms. In that trial, we had um, dietary treatments that ranged between 1 and 1.5% SID lysine. In our second trial, we had um, 36 to 54 kilogram pigs with the dietary treatments ranging from 0.8 to 1.2% lysine. Um, in the third, we had 53 to 75 kilogram pigs with treatments ranging from 0.65 up to 1% SID lysine. In the fourth study, um, pigs ranged from 76 up to 100 kilograms with dietary treatments there ranging from 0.58 to 1% SID lysine. And then in our final study, we had 100 to 120, or 103 to 128 kilogram pigs with dietary treatments there ranging from 0.43 up to 0.78% SID lysine. And in each of these studies, we increased SID lysine within the diets, both by increasing soybean meal and crystalline lysine, so that our diets were more similar to um, what you'd see in a typical commercial setting. So additionally, in each of these experiments, we looked at economics in two scenarios, both with a low and high diet and um, live pig prices. And then within each of those experiments, again, we modeled um, dose response curves using linear, quadratic polynomial, and broken line linear models. So to get into a little bit of the results, um, in the 18 to 40 kilogram weight range um, for both average daily gain and gain to feed ratio, we found that increasing SID lysine linearly increased both of these growth performance um, criteria. And um, based on the dose response models, we found that Maximum growth performance would be achieved between 1.41% and 1.5% SID lysine. When looking at our income over feed costs for this weight range, we found that um, increasing SID lysine actually linearly decreased IOFC. Um, and here, the broken line linear model in our 
low price scenario found that uh, maximum income over feed costs would be achieved at around 1.12% SID leasing. Moving on to our second trial, um, the 36 to 54 kilogram weight range, um, we found that once again, increasing lysine linearly improved both average daily gain and average daily feed intake, or average, daily, or, excuse me, average daily gain and feed efficiency. Um, and additionally, whenever we looked at economic return for bo in both of our scenarios, we found that there was a tendency for a linear decrease in income over feed costs. Um, here, linear models resulted in the best fit, um, suggesting that maximum growth performance would be achieved at or above 1.2% SID lysine, while um, the economic models showed that in this weight range, a wide range of lysine could be fed in order to meet similar returns. Um, in our 53 to 75 kilogram weight range, once again, we found that increasing lysine linearly improved both average daily gain and feed efficiency. Um, here, the linear model resulted in the best fit for average daily gain. However, when looking at feed efficiency, the QP model resulted in the best fit, and this suggested um, maximum feed efficiency would be achieved at 0.99%. However, when looking at income over feed cost for this weight range, um, the model suggested that once again, a wide range of lysine could be fed um, with anywhere between 0.76 and 0.91%, resulting in maximum um, economic return. In our 76 to 100 kilogram weight range, um, once again, we found that increasing average or increasing lysine linearly improved average daily gain and feed efficiency. Um, here, the dose response model suggested that for average daily gain, um, the broken line linear model was the best fit. And this suggested um, there was no further improvement to average daily gain when increasing beyond 0.83%. However, um, the quadratic polynomial model was the best fit for um, gain to feed ratio, and this suggested that maximum feed efficiency would be achieved at 0.93%. Um, for income over feed cost, we didn't see any statistical differences in either of our economic scenarios, but the QP and broken line linear models for both of our economic scenarios suggested maximum income over feed cost would be achieved at roughly 076 to 0.78% lysine. And finally, in our highest weight range, that 103 to 128 kilogram weight range, we found that increasing lysine linearly improved average daily gain once again. However, um, there was actually a quadratic effect on feed efficiency in which pigs that were fed diets containing 0.64% SID lysine actually had our best feed efficiency there. Um, and in both, of our, in both scenarios, income over feed cost was quadratically improved with increasing um, feed or increasing SID lysine. Here, um, the dose response models for both average daily gain and feed efficiency, as well as income over feed cost, suggested maximum performance would be achieved between 0.59 and 0.64%. So, using all of these data points for each of our weight ranges, we were able to um, develop a set of lysine or of um, regression equations in order to predict the lysine to calorie ratio for maximum growth performance and economic return throughout the growth finish phase. Gotcha. So with the results you saw with this, with all the, obviously that was a lot of numbers and everything for everyone listening, but um, how would these uh, numbers with the income over feed cost or with the optimal growth performance, how did those numbers compare to either DNAs or the NRC's recommendations for pigs of that weight range? Yeah. So um, specifically looking at what DNA currently recommends, um, Early on in that early grower phase, we're, we're significantly higher than what DNA currently recommends. Um, 
they would recommend closer to a 1.2% SID lysine in that um, early grower phase, but we would have saw quite a bit higher, um, roughly around 55 kilograms of weight. Um, we actually cross over there with DNA, but it's interesting whenever you look at whether it's DNA, current recommendations, PICs, or ours, or even the NRC, um, once we get into that late finishing phase, everyone gets to a much closer level, um, roughly around 0.6 to 0.65% SID lysine. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense because a lot of times the pigs of the younger weight range are all over the place in terms of performance, depending on their background and immune status at the moment. So mm -hmm. um, do you plan to do uh, any more research with this or your team plan to do any more research with this, such as looking at different uh, maybe energy necks instead of lysine or anything like that? So as of now, we don't have any plans to um, continue this research. Um, right now, we're working on developing a calculator to put online for producers to be able to input their own specific um, energy values as well as their economic scenarios to be able to predict maximum performance and um, maximum income over feed cost within their specific scenario. Gotcha. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing us the results of that trial. Um, and to everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the next episode. See you next week. Hey, everyone. We're always searching for the latest and greatest research to share each week. If you have a swine nutrition-related research trial and would like to come on the show to talk about it and share with us, feel free to send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com, and we would love to take a look at your research.